Jesus didn't just come for some, he came for all, and he has made us whole. Welcome to the Bethany Lutheran Sermon Podcast for the week of June 13th, 2021. It's the third week after Pentecost, and today, Pastor Kevin Kreitzer shares another message with us. The key verses for Pastor Kevin's message are in the show notes. This message was recorded live at Bethany. St. Paul wrote the words almost 2,000 years ago, and Angela just read them a few moments ago. The old has gone, the new has come. Perhaps part of the old is that saying, I'm glad that's over. And perhaps there is something new for the people of God to say in its place. I don't know how many of you have said those words. I have many a time. Uh, I have been part of a sports team and an owner of a sports team. Well, the part was as a player, the owner is fantasy, but it's real to me. And in both cases, I have endured games and seasons in which I got beat all the time, pummeled relentlessly, even by friends in this community who kind of snicker when my team doesn't measure up. And I have finished a season and said, I am glad that's over. I can remember growing up in theater, uh, both as an actor and, and on occasion in a musical where I had a solo. I remember once starting on the wrong note, ending on the wrong note, and hitting every note at the same time in between, and finishing that song saying, I'm glad that's over, the very thing that everyone heard me singing said as well. (laughs) There are times we've all said, I'm glad that's over. Perhaps as pandemic restrictions are being lifted, And as we have endured a season of refraining from hugging, distancing, online learning, maybe trying to figure out what they're really saying behind that mask. And maybe there's a part of us thinking, I'm glad that's over. And as we've gotten to this point, I started thinking about the Israelites and the apostle to the Gentiles. The Israelites endured some restriction, restriction from their home. We've endured 14 months of restrictions. They endured 40 years of wandering in the wilderness. Loved ones who did not make it all the way. Many who suffered emotionally, most suffered economically. As for the apostle to the Gentiles, he had a season himself. Listen to these words he wrote. On five occasions, I have received from the authorities 40 lashes minus one. On three occasions, I have been beaten. Once I had stones thrown at me. Three times I have been shipwrecked. I've spent a night and a day adrift at sea. I have been in danger from rivers and robbers in rural and metropolitan regions alike. I have gone without food and sleep and shelter. Yet when Paul ended that season, he didn't say, I'm glad that's over. In fact, he wrote these words. 
Suffering produces endurance. Endurance produces character. Character produces hope. And hope never disappoints because God's love has been poured into our lives. And the Israelites, for their part, when they finally made it to the promised land, looking back over that 40-year period in the desert, they didn't say, I'm glad that's over. They said, rather, remember how our shoes did not wear out, how our clothes stayed intact, how we ate from the hand of God food our forefathers didn't even know. Now, had I been an Israelite or, or the apostle to the Gentiles, I probably would have said, thank God that's over. They said something else. Now, it, it's natural, I think, probably to cry, thank God that's over. I'm glad it's over after you've gone through something that really went through you. But I think the cry, I'm glad it's over, is the cry of someone who's just gotten through something. Our God intends that we grow through everything. As restrictions are being lifted in our state, there may be some of you that are saying, I'm glad that's over. Maybe some of you have lifted them already. Maybe some of you are nervous about them being lifted. We might not all share the same perspective, that's okay. If someone shares a different perspective than you, if someone is coming from it from a different angle, it doesn't mean they're possessed by a demon. And if you don't get that, you need to listen to last week's sermon. It's podcast for us. Go to the Bethany website, shameless plug. But there is one thing that I think we can all have the same perspective on. One thing we can all hold in common. And that's we have a God who doesn't merely desire that we get through things. We have a God who desires that we grow through all things. God desires that we grow through all things. And perhaps the key to doing so is imitating the apostle to the Gentiles or the children of Israel, it requires looking back a bit. So as we're coming into a new time, I'm gonna ask you to continue to look back a bit so that you don't just get through this period in which we've gone through, but you grow through this period in which we've gone through. First thing to looking back is this, God was with us, God is with us, Say this after me, God is with us. Wherever we go, he is there. Whether we have worshiped on a patio or the porch or in a pew, our God is there. In times of great joy, reunions, and in times of great trepidation, maybe fear of future restriction, we have a God who is with us. Through cloud and sunshine, he abides with us. Our God is with us. And our God was and is for us. Say this, God is for us. 
Say it like you mean it. God is for us. Your God is for you. We've lived through a period of suffering. Many have not made it. People have buried loved ones. Livelihoods have been lost. Many have suffered emotionally or economically. Addresses have been changed. Relationships have been harmed. Jesus knows all about it. The Son of Man, he said, has nowhere to lay his head. And while we've known isolation and separation, condemnation perhaps, and deception, so did Jesus. He knew isolation. Could you not keep watch with me? He knew separation. He came to his own, but his own would not receive him. He knew condemnation. They mocked him and spat on him. He knew deception. Is it with a kiss that you betray me? Jesus knew them all because he came for all. Jesus didn't just come for some. The some who have cruised through this, if there are any, those who have been crushed by this, and there are many. Jesus didn't just come for some. He came for all, and he has made us whole. By his wounds, we are healed. If we have a God who is for us, who can be against us? And God is for us. That God who is with us, that God who is for us, is a God who was and is in us. Say this, God is in us. More powerful than a virus or a vaccine is the value that is in you because you are his. Created in his image, redeemed with his blood, named for him in the waters of baptism, your God is in you. He lives in your heart individually. He lives in us as his body collectively. We have a God who is in us. Whether we are gathered to praise his name, or scattered to proclaim it, we have a God who is in us. And you know the drill by now. God is through us. Maybe you don't know the drill by now. You're supposed to repeat after. There you go. Long after this pandemic is past, there will be those who still dwell in isolation. Long after the illness is forgotten, the sickness of sin will remain. When our collective trauma is perhaps dissipated, there will be many who still dwell quietly in their own personal trauma. Long after the season is over, its memory will endure, and I'm not sure that's a bad thing because it can remind us that we have a God who is with us and for us and in us and through us reveals his goodness and his grace, his love and his mercy, his presence and his faithfulness on all occasions. That we might be a people who don't merely get through anything, but a people who grow through everything more and more into his likeness, more and more into the people he is calling, recreating, and christening us to be in Christ Jesus, in whose name we'll pray if you'll join me.
Almighty God, we pray that we would not merely get through things. Certainly not this period and this season unlike any other most of us have lived through, but that we would grow through it in likeness to you, the God who is with us and for us, in us and through us, to the glory of your holy name in which we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. A video archive of our online worship services, including today's message, can be found on our YouTube channel and at www.bethanylutheran.org. Links for both of these are in the show notes. If you would like to support this podcast or the ministry of Bethany Lutheran Church in Long Beach, California, you can text the word GIVE to 562-210-0463. That's GIVE, G-I-V-E, to 562-210-0463. Join us next week as Pastor Mark Siegert shares a message with us.